walks, thoughts, walks, thoughts, walks, thoughts. This is a podcast which I started the idea of through walking. This is a podcast about my ideas. Welcome listeners. Thank you for listening to Walks and Thoughts podcast. I am your host, Mary Hunt. This is the podcast where I share my thoughts and ideas that I have formulated just through walking. I hope to inspire you all to pursue your own creativity in your own lives. We all need reasons to hope, especially now. I hope that my voice can act as a force to improve my listeners' sense of well-being. Please check out my blog. The link can be found in this podcast description and in the show notes. Hello, my dear listeners. Welcome to episode five. I'm not sure if anyone is listening out there, but I hope you are doing okay. I hope you have great people around you, whether that is connecting with you virtually or physically. We all need people in our lives. Today, we're going to be talking about fear. Before we get into this episode, I will talk about my observations and thoughts that I get whilst walking. The one thing that I have been considering and discussing with others is that firstly, had this COVID-19 pandemic happened just 10 years ago, then it might have been even more difficult to stay in touch with family, work from home or even manage life as well, because technology was nowhere near what it was then as to what it is now. Broadband was nowhere near as good. We didn't have streaming services. We definitely didn't have 4G. And there were not the same level of applications and softwares in existence that we have today. All these things have made lockdown much more manageable. I'm not playing down the amount that people have suffered, but our access to technology has certainly made life easier. And I certainly wouldn't be here talking to you now without this technology. The second thought is that many more people have trialled new technologies that they might not have looked into using if this incident had not happened. And this just shows that a need to use technology has encouraged others to try it out. One of the reasons why people shy away from using technology is fear, which I speak about more in a blog post. The link can be found to this blog in the show notes. Though this fits nicely into what I am talking about in today's show, which is fear. I'm going to talk about fear, what it means and how it manifests itself. I'm also going to talk about the impact that fear can have on our lives and that impact can have very real consequences, regardless of whether or not that fear is real. So what do we mean by the word fear anyway? Looking in the Collins Dictionary, we have a few variations. One, fear is the unpleasant feeling you have when you think that you're in danger. An alternative? Fear is a thought that something unpleasant might happen or might have happened. I want you, dear listener, to hold on to two takeaways from this definition that I am going to speak about later on. And this is that fear is a feeling and that feeling or thought surrounding an event might happen. The emphasis here is on the words might happen. 
For today's episode, I thought I would look for inspiration from Great Britain's most successful wartime Prime Minister, Winston Churchill. Traditionally, this is a literature segment, but Churchill himself was an author after all. For anyone not familiar with Winston Churchill, he was the Prime Minister at the time of the Second World War. Had he not been Prime Minister for this period, then the history of the UK and Europe may look very different. Winston Churchill was an individual who would have had to take into account people's fears and inspire people to have courage. So this is what he said about fear. Fear is a reaction. Courage is a decision. Another one is courage is what it takes to stand up and speak. Courage is also what it takes to sit down and listen. The reason that I wanted to talk about fear was that fear is a very complex emotion. Furthermore, there are so many different things that people are afraid of. However, not everyone is scared of the same thing, and it sometimes seems silly to others if you are afraid of one thing and they are not. An example of this might be someone who is scared of spiders, and that person cannot bear to even be near them. However, their mate does not understand this because they're not scared of spiders and dismisses this fear as disproportionate, unnecessary and even silly. They cannot know how the other person is feeling, so will find it difficult to relate. Children are a classic example of those who have unnecessary fear. I'm not a parent, so I'm not here to give parenting tips, but many children are afraid of the dark or monsters. I was definitely scared of the dark as a child, but parents teach children to grow out of it and to not be scared. The fact is that we as adults know that there is no reason to be afraid of the dark, and we know for sure that monsters do not exist. But that fear is real to the child, and parents don't just tell their children that they are being absurd. Instead, they teach the child how not to be afraid though I'm not about to share tips with you on how to stop your child from being afraid of the dark, because I have no experience in this field. Another example is those who are suffering from any kind of trauma, whether that is domestic abuse victims, military veterans who have served in regions of conflict, or those who have witnessed a shocking act of violence. These people's fear is usually triggered by certain actions or incidents in the past, and that fear can stay with them for a long time. It is not uncommon for them to require years of counselling and professional help to help them work through this fear. This is another case where someone has a type of fear that we cannot imagine, because we have not been in that position ourselves. We do know that this is an example of fear which has very real impact on the lives of those who experience it, and it is real to them. I always find it amusing that humans are afraid of so many different things, such as getting sick, not being able to pay bills, heights, certain animals, dying, being embarrassed, failure. The list is endless. By comparison, horses are only scared of one thing, and that is being eaten. Horses are naturally prey creatures, and they will be scared of silly things in the same way that children are, such as lorries, plastic bags, dustbins, string lying around. 
that fear is also ridiculous to humans. But like children, we can teach them not to be afraid of such things. I'm not able to provide you with a solution to stop you from being scared, because fear is a natural reaction and it is in our DNA to feel fear. But I want you to understand your own fears and I want you, dear listener, to examine how a certain fear might be impacting your life. Understanding your fear will help you to manage it. It would also help you to understand the fear that others might have around something, enabling you to be able to empathise with them and help them. I have often felt frustrated when people have said to me, don't be scared, or don't worry, because this is not constructive advice. You cannot simply just turn fear or feelings on and off. Situations like this can be tricky, but a better way to tackle this is firstly to acknowledge this person's fear or phobia and not to dismiss it. Remember that this fear is real to this particular individual and a better method might be to discuss this person's fear. You can ask them a series of questions to generate a conversation about that person's fear, such as the following. What is it about X that scares you? How long have you been afraid of X for? Is this fear linked to any past experiences? Have you ever attempted to tackle this fear? Is there anything I can do to help you overcome this fear of X? Which questions you ask will depend on the answers that this individual provides you with. If you have some practical advice to help that person to attempt to overcome their fear, then try to offer it as a suggestion, but don't force them. I'm going to talk about managing your own fear now. Pause for a minute. Think about what you're afraid of. Does this fear negatively impact your life in any way? Ultimately, does this fear hold you back from achieving your goals? Now, I just want to acknowledge that anxiety is a very distressing condition for those suffering from it. And the fear that I am talking about is the type of fear which everyone experiences. If you are suffering from a condition that heightens your fear, then although I hope that I can help you on some level, you may need to seek out further help. Fear is normal, whereas anxiety is a form of fear that persists for a longer term and has an even more detrimental impact on the life of the sufferer. I am talking about the type of fear such as fear of public speaking that discourages you from pursuing a career as a teacher, or the fear that stops you wanting to start your own business because you are afraid of failing. I'm just going to share some ideas for ways that you can manage that fear in your everyday life. So the first step you can take in the course of fear management is not to judge your fear or feel guilty or stupid for being afraid. There is nothing to feel guilty about because fear is a natural reaction. Next, try to break it down and rationalise your fear if you can. 
Remember what I said in the beginning, that fear is only a feeling. And this feeling is around something that will not necessarily happen for definite. When you try to break it down in your mind, ask yourself, what is the worst case scenario that will actually happen? So for example, if you were scared of starting your own business, what is it that you're actually scared of? Are you afraid of losing all your money and not being able to pay your bills and being thrown out on the street and not being able to survive? Or are you just scared of failing and looking silly? Ask yourself about the likelihood of your fear actually coming to pass. Ask yourself if it will really be so bad if this fear does happen. If you're afraid of being embarrassed, ask yourself if it will really be that bad if your fear does play out. Ultimately, ask yourself what is the worst that can happen. I would also suggest that you try to face your fear. You will still be scared and this won't change. But think about how good you will feel if you can face your fear and ultimately conquer it. The best way to get past something is to embrace it. Get to know your fear. Try to journal or keep a diary about your fear and your feelings. What triggers it? What patterns it flares up in? What soothes your anxiety? Read it back to yourself and see how rational it sounds when you read it back. Keeping a record of your feelings is also a huge release and makes you feel better. My other tip is to look after yourself. Try to exercise. Now when I say exercise, I don't mean killing yourself at the gym. You can keep it just as simple as walking or some yoga. Walking is a huge release and since I've been walking I have been able to create a nice sense of calm and this is where I dream up all my ideas for my podcasts. Nutrition is also important. I'm not here to tell you what you should or shouldn't eat because everyone has different bodies and nutritional needs, though you need to consume foods that give you energy and lift your mood. Looking after yourself also means being kind to yourself and cut yourself some slack. Take time for self-care. Remember the following points. What doesn't kill us makes us stronger. You will never know if you don't try. Don't be afraid to make mistakes as these mistakes will help you to grow as an individual. Every single person on the planet has been scared at some point. Being scared is a natural human reaction. You are not alone when you feel afraid. Never feel afraid to stick your hand up and acknowledge that you are scared. My final thoughts segment. So I've just got a little story about children being afraid and bedtime. So I mentioned at the start of this podcast about a lot of children are afraid of monsters and often this will be surrounding bedtime. Last year I was on holiday and I met um, a lady who was British and she lived in Malawi. Um, They had a 12-year-old daughter, but when the daughter was about two or three, the daughter kept saying each night when she went to bed, she was scared, Mummy, there's a snake under the bed. And and the parents were like, okay, we'll just sort of leave it. And then after a few days, I said, well, we'll just check under the bed. And there was a snake under the bed. 
Needless to say, they said bedtime was a problem for the next six months. Happy VE Day, everyone. Remember to remember those who gave their lives. Thank you for listening to Walks and Thoughts podcast. I am your host, Mary Hunt. Tune in for the season finale next week, where I will be talking about journeys. Follow me on Twitter at MaryHun79905338. Please message me if you have any suggestions for shows. Check out my blog. All of this can be found in the show notes. Keep pursuing your own creativity and walking to find those thoughts.